Yes, you're listening to Mixtape Assembly, created by myself, Hartley Lloyd Pack, in which guests tell stories about music that's been special to them in their lives, with the songs interspersed between their anecdotes. This Mixtape Assembly is presented by Shazad Latif, an actor who will be well known to any trekkers out there, playing as he does Lieutenant Ash Tyler in the new CBS series Star Trek Discovery. In his mixtape assembly, Shaz reveals the random encounter that led to his first major role in the spy series Spooks, and also pays homage, homage to the inspiration he draws from his creative band of brethren. Shaz talks vividly about his love of nature, remembering time spent at my family's cottage in Norfolk, as well as bittersweet walks through Hampstead Heath, accompanied by the ghost of William Wordsworth. Musically, Shaz's selection is nothing if not eclectic, perhaps in part reflecting his mixed heritage, representing as he does for England, Scotland and Pakistan. Alright, let's get into this. Shazzy, Shazzy D, live in a, live in a place to be. <laughs> <laughs> was there, there wasn't any particular one you wanted to start with, anyone's? Yeah, well, I think the one. order you had it in, what was it? Just the, the one you sent me on it. Did I start with... Um, hard Times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it was a, like a song that got you through hard times. Yeah, yeah, so the first... Um, are we going now? Are we yeah, 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 we're rolling, we're rolling, we're rolling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think what if I, there was this is a, one of the ones I've got um, two options for. I don't know. I, it was hard to decide, but um, the, the first one is um, "Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence," the Sakamoto piano tune, which is a, one of my favorite mm. classical pieces. Mm. And it's um, and the other one was "I'm on Fire" by Bruce Springsteen. But they would just both represent a certain time. For some reason, classical is I always find has been the most emotive. Mm. Instrumental stuff just gets me into that zone because you know with acting stuff and mm. I love getting in that sort of emotional zone and I think that's a shortcut to it and especially this song I was near the time my um my friend Bart introduced me to it but um it was near the time my dad died mm. so it's like a just had that sort of extra bit of meaning but it's such yeah. a such a nice piece of music and yeah, yeah, yeah. It just gets you you know every time I'm on set or whatever I just can get into the zone quite easily yeah using that and then the I'm on fire one was just I think that was just you know when you finish school and you're 18 and just that kind of just maybe on the gap here vibe just I remember living in Hackney for like a year and just walking around always listening to it and just it's got that nice little train mm. rhythm to it mm. and it's got that sort of similar to the end of the line you know that sort of train beat that keeps you sort of chugging along yeah, while you're, yeah, yeah. I just remember just walking around just always just loving it because it's sort of a cappella as well and it's, it's a short tune and it's a tune I got into drama school as well so it's always just there in certain mm. points and it's you know it's a very good poetry in that song as well you know as Springsteen does but um, yeah 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 but those yeah. are the, those are the two that sort of mm. for varying you know different reasons got me through a lot. Mm. I think between the ages of eighteen and twenty five. Yeah. Oh yes, was it, is there a song that reminds you of a a special time? A song that reminds me of a special time. Um, this this is this is very specific. Actually, this relates to you as well. This is mm-hmm. this um as you know your your little brother Louis mm. is one of my best friends. <laughs> um um. Uh, yeah, going to Norfolk growing up from what age 11 I started coming to Norfolk which is your family home and stuff and um, there was a tape you got the, there's a in the kitchen you got these set of tapes yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and there were a lot of mixtapes from Emily and Ken this one's by Ken Cranham I think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Your, um, dad's actor friend and, and this is a an Irish mixtape oh, this, yeah. this is um, Banks of the Band by the Voice Squad mm. and this is like four acapella Irish dudes and they just just got the pipes on them and they and this is really you know old folk tune that they sing and mm. it's um 
just as soon as any time me and Lou go to Norfolk I just put this on straight away anyway and then like um, it was only like four years ago that I actually found it on that Spotify it was always just on the tape so I'd only hear it once a year or twice a year when I go to Norfolk so, yeah. but it's proper just it's, yeah. as soon as I hear it I think of just you know the, the happiness that Norfolk brings and the, the silence of the you know just surrounded by nature and just that's a happy place for me there's, there's no you know it's just all good memories so um, yeah this song's got a lot of you know, with Irish, most Irish folk tunes, anyway, we've got that deep history as well. So it's got, and, I, and my Celtic roots, so I'm, I'm a bit of Scottish, so it's got, yeah, yeah, it just yeah. reminds me, you know, it gives me a, mm. a bit of a link to that in, 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 a, in a way. Yeah, I know that, I know that tape, man. It's, <laughs> that does straight away just feel like you're in Norfolk in the, in the kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah. Slide through to the living room. Yeah. It's a proper nice fight. Yeah, I love, I really love this tune. It's an emotional tune for me. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, the Norfolk memories are crazy, actually. There is a lot going back to playing cricket in the garden. And, yeah, cricket in the garden, your dad's voice, just like <laughs> if the. What I was trying to think the other day was that we, we used to bowl towards the window. Crazy. Which is a crazy. <laughs> it's, it's just. It was inevitable that a, a smash window would just happen at any time, but it's just jokes. Yeah. Steam, and not even slow bowling, it's yeah, steam, it's steam it's rolling true, in, like true, Darren Goster. <laughs> back in your Wesley Macron days, man. <laughs> Ackham days, yeah. Oh, I fell off, man. I fell off there. Yeah, we all did, man. I'm not, I'm not bowling either anymore, man. Elbow hasn't got it anymore. Doesn't? Was it Marilithan? Marilithan. <laughs> yeah, no. And you won't know the time that I set the budgie. I, I, yeah, no, no, no. You, I remember that. Yeah. Was it Luigi and Bella? Yeah, and I and the gate did like a hook shot. Yeah, yeah. The cricket ball just smashed the cage door open. and birds just flew out. That's a, that's a cool memory, actually. Probably that's emotional. I remember <laughs> yeah. that because it one of them stayed and the other one flew out. Do you think so? Yeah, and we tried to. Chase it down the down the dives down the yeah, old track, yeah. and every time we got slightly close, it just flew tantalizingly yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, that's deep. I think Louis still scarred. <laughs> was it Luigi or Bella? I can't remember. I can't remember. You'd have to ask Louis. He'll he'll know, man. And then there was the horses in the back, Maron and Blanco. Oh, as well. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's true, man. It's like an animal kingdom. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah it's no. good times, man. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That song, anytime, is just represents that whole sort of childhood happiness, but also still, you know, ongoing happiness. There, yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. a safe place to creative creative wise and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the second one was this um oh yeah so have you got like a like a victory song a victory uh the, well, yeah this one's um you know salif kaita so he's he's a famous malian um albino malian oh, singer wow. like one of the most famous and i remember mm. seeing him in colston hall in in bristol mm. when i was like 21 and went to see him live and he was just unreal like proper just Mali music, that djembe drum, just all of that, just proper, you know, African, African deep music. And it was so beautiful. And his voice can go so high. And um, I remember listening to this tune when I got my first acting job. So I was walking back from King's Cross, just did the audition. And they called and said I got the job. And then uh, this was just the first tune I remember listening to because I'd just recently been to the the concert. And it's a proper just upbeat African, just just wailing out. It's proper. It's a proper upbeat tune and it's, now, because it's just so hype, I always just use it as like yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, little victory song. Yeah, yeah. What was what was the part you got then for that? That was that was spooks. That was my first job. I oh. went as a tester audition, mm. um, and they were just sort of testing me out to see what see see if I could mm. even if I could act. And I ended up getting the job, mm. and then um, um, that's sort of where it all started. Just walked really. out, popped it on the iPhone, walked out, popped it, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I had to just call my mum. I was like, "Yo, it's you know. <laughs> it's like, mum, we don't have to worry anymore." And I ended up spending most of the money anyway, and she yeah. just switched to, switched to me for the next <laughs> next five years, but. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's just a hyped up tune, and it's sort of, Marley's got such a rich history of music anyway, and that it's got that old, you know, I love African music, I love the, I love the drama, I love the, you know, 
going back to that vibe. But, yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, nice, nice. <laughs> that must be a hype feeling, man. That must be a hype. Get... That was yeah, yeah, because that was um, it was just all lucky, really. I was time. The reason that happened was I got my um, I was in drama school at the time, but I only did a year and a half because I, this this agent, my now agent, came to see me in a in a midsummer night's dream for kids and he came down to see it and i said like kept hassling with emails like because we met each other and when he was assisting danny Boyle for like a slumdog audition so we met each other through that and then i said come see me to play <clears throat> anyway i was tying my shoelace going to see jerusalem with mark rylance and i literally tied my shoelace about like eight in the morning <laughs> and he was walking to work and I was, we recognized each other. i was like where do i recognize and he's like oh yeah so that's crazy and then he he was like okay i'll send you for this little tester and then uh. while i was still in bristol and we went and yeah, just got the job. So if I didn't tie my shoelace, it would have been one of the. It's just very. <laughs> so it was the angle of tying your shoelace. You just caught him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, li- yeah. I remember just looking, looking up, up at the theatre, and he was just. And I didn't know why, where I knew him from, but it's it yeah, proper, yeah. proper random moment. Yeah. That is mad, isn't it? Those small things that make a big, big change. Yeah, yeah. Needed that, yeah, because I, I don't know. What, I mean, the third year would have been quite straight. I don't know what I would have done actually. What the route mm. would have been. Mm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Sick. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what was this a poem? Is this the one? The oh poem, yeah, poem. yeah, your favorite. Yeah, poem. this is. I, I love the romantics. I love a big Keats fan, but this is a Wordsworth. This actually is from an essay he did. Mm. Um, but they took a section of it, and this is the. <coughs> I can read it out to you. If yeah, you want. it'd be lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, this is Wordsworth, and it's um, for I have learned to look on nature, not as in the hour of thoughtless youth, but hearing oftentimes the still sad music of humanity, nor harsh nor grating though of ample power to chasten and subdue. And I have felt a presence that disturbs me with the joy of elevated thoughts, a sense sublime of something far more deeply interfused, whose dwelling is the light of setting suns and the round ocean and the blue sky, and in the mind or man, or woman, a motion and a spirit that impels all thinking things and rolls through all things. Mm. It's just a nice one about nature. Unless mm. was, especially yeah, again, you know, with like Norfolk and growing up with that, it's sort of mm. just that sense of something connected to nature. You know, I just love that the way he spoke about that. Yeah, yeah, that's no, lovely. So, we, so was that? A, so what it's was from an essay or some uh, notes he took? And yeah, they just took, I remember seeing it in a little poetry book. Anyway, they took that out and just mm. used it as a little. It was just his feelings on mm. nature, but it was that sort of difference when you are young, you see it in a different way. But like as you get older that connectivity you feel it's yeah. deep it's deep yeah, it yeah, runs yeah. deep yeah proper yeah so sort of, yeah that kind of invisible energy isn't it where yeah. you think that you can't see it but you feel it yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. it gets there is something melancholic like sad humanity there's something melancholic about now me like I don't know for example taking a walk on the heath mm. it was full of joy when young and it still is now and now it's a place of positivity but it's this there is something melancholic about taking you know slop walking yeah. and surrounded by it, but in a great way it's funny you know, do you, yeah do you think it's, is it because it's reminding of you being is it reminding of you being younger or is it I feel, yeah I'm, i suppose it's i suppose it is that mm. and and then also maybe a sense of urgency of time i don't know i mean we're all still young but just yeah. that thing of how many times do i do or can i do this or how many yeah. times will i do this or do i take advantage of it or do i yeah really take it in yeah am i taking yeah, it in yeah. enough am i soaking it up yeah I don't know, you know it's all tr- of those kind of things it's true i guess it's true when we're kids you're just in the moment more, aren't you? Yeah, you're enjoying yeah, yeah. it. And, well, I suppose yeah. all we're trying to do is just get back to those moments all the time with everything mm. we do, just trying mm. to be present, whatever, mm. if it's our art or... But yeah, I don't know. There's something... I think it's... I mean, it just sounds like a little paragraph, but there's something probably deeper. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, there is, yeah. man. There is. I need to... Ch- I don't know so much Wordsworth. I've been... 
going deep on my cola ridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all of those guys. Those yeah, yeah, yeah. Dons, it? They are. Yeah, the tune I'd have actually that matches that would be the Lark Ascending. I just feel like that's a classic sort of wake up sunlight positive tune and it, mm. it would match that, that sort of poem. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I just snuck it in there just to get in my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the kind of thing you put when, uh, like, as you're getting, getting ready for the day? That's, or? yeah, the morning tune, coffee, you know, coffee's brewing, the steaming, like, mm. like the light's coming through. That's just the classic mm. wake up English sort of summertime, springtime, spring yeah, tune. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's hope in there. There's hope, yeah, a lot yeah, of hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The birds singing, yeah. Oh yeah, um, parents. Is this parents? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So I got. I did one each for my. Again, I cheekily did one mm. for my mum, one for my dad, just because I'm mixed race. I thought I'd yeah. take that. I'd take yeah, that yeah, opportunity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but my mum, yeah, my mum is. She she only ever had like Elvis tapes, mm. um, and that was her. Like she was obsessed with Elvis, and we that was all the really music I sort of got brought up with oh, really? yeah. in a weird way. And she was supposed to go see him when she was like sixteen, mm. and she'd saved up to like her like waitressing money, and she never did it, and that was like her oh, biggest yeah. regret. Um, oh. Obviously, me and my brother wouldn't have been wouldn't have been born, but mm. she, and then her cousin was also an Elvis impersonator, my uncle oh, Mark. Sick. So he's like this. He's actually quite a sick singer as well. So he's actually good. And um, so it's just loads of Elvis when we were young, but all shook up. I remember my uncle Mark always singing all shook up, and my mum loving it, but that. That Elvis tune is just a just a classic sort of just a great Elvis tune and that that would be the one that reminds me of my my mum the most yeah um, sort of just and she because she's a good dancer so she that she'll get down to a bit of Elvis at any yes. sort of yes. sort of party. Um, she'd be in the kitchen playing like cooking just, and playing well, songs she's not, she wasn't <laughs> she didn't really like being in the kitchen that much but uh, good at pancake good at, good at pancakes and like mm. little tuna mayos but like when we were I young I've memories of some food from LA no, yeah yeah no she, she would have been in there but, <laughs> yeah. but, but not by not by like <laughs> yeah not by a choice only, yeah. only desire to to help the kids I yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, no no but she loves a boogie so she mm. she um, and Elvis is just all shook up mm. is, is one I'd always mm. try and impersonate for her and act out to my like auntie and my mum and so it's just yeah, so it's good banner. Yeah. And then I did one for my dad as well, who's obviously from Pakistan. Mm. Um, and this this is a from the soundtrack of Last Temptation of Christ, Scorsese film. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, Peter Gabriel and Nazra Fateh Ali Khan, like a combo tune. And I can't, I can't remember the name of the tune, I'll find it, but um, it's uh, it's just got that desert feel. It's like, a, it reminds me of the dust and sand of where I'm from, like a small farming village mm. in Pakistan. And like we have buffaloes and all that kind of stuff. So it's just... It proper reminds me of that desert feel of the orange sand and the dust and the and um, it's got sort of a Nazir Fateh Ali Khan is the most famous sort of you know Pakistan and India fight about who sort of owns him or has ownership of him but he's just got the, the probably the most famous singer there of the old style classical Indian singing style and um, his son's now a singer as well and stuff but he um, there's something there's something like different about the way they use their vocal cord or whatever it is that different way of singing but it's um sort of got those Hindu tantric sort of, you know, chanting elements about it, but then sort of just mm. to rhythmic, rhythmic classical string music. And it's just, um, but this tune is proper, just got that essence of the sort of vastness of the sort of just looking out into the, you know, mm. just pure nature of, of just Pakistan and sort yeah. of the, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's something, I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, just, it's very visceral there. It's hot. Mm. The heat, there's there's heat in the song and it's very visceral. And you, I remember going to, when I was 23 was the last time and it was just, you get proper, it's easy to sort of get in that, you know, in a, in a very sort of, uh, like when you're fasting, sort of, you know, thinking, uh, meditative state, just sort of being in that kind of, and this song reminds me of that. Did, did you ever spend time in Pakistan with your dad? 
you, when I was young, so yeah, I've been about six times now, mm-hmm. and the, the the first three times was my dad, but then the last time I went was for his funeral. Mm-hmm. So this was um, and um, yeah, and and I did yeah, but um, I was we were quite close, but we bonded a lot in films, and that's how we sort of connected. So I thought it was right that yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. film soundtrack. Yeah, it sort yeah. of matched, and he was that was his favorite singer. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was he still around when you were in Spooks? Was he still? Was he he still saw the first step of Spooks. Yeah, so he mm. saw that. So he did get to see me do that. Mm, um, yeah, and and it, and he was just interested that I'd be able to survive. He was like, "Is it good money?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah. And he's like, <laughs> "So when he found that out, he, I mean, the last yeah, the last time he spoke, he knew I was doing all right, mm. but just starting off, so he, he didn't really get to see yeah. much, but." He knew your star was rising there, man. Yeah, yeah, he knew. Yeah, he, yeah. He I did. think he knew. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, yeah. Was he ever, were certain times when you were doing acting, was he a bit like, nah, you should do something more stable when you were like... Thing is, he was, so one of his first jobs when he came over was a, was a, was the film Real Changer uh, in, in the cinema. So he, he, he was, and this is in the 70s, in the golden age. So he like loved movies and my mum did as well. She used to keep a little diary of like, saw Dog Day Afternoon today, loved, loved Al in it, you know, that kind of stuff. And so the taste he, he was he, he loved English culture and stuff and and movies and so I think he would have gone look go to and I had a place to, in, to study like Spanish and Portuguese at Nottingham or something but mm. just to sort of please him but he he knew I was going to audition and I, I was, mm. but I only waited till I got into to, and when I told him mm. but um yeah, I think he kind of liked it because then when I remember watching that film Legends of the Fall with uh, Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins it's like yeah. an epic cowboy sort of thingy. Yeah. But I remember him saying, just like, yeah, that's what you got to be like. like it was a topless scene with Brad Pitt. And he was yeah. like, yeah, that's what you got to be like. That's what I was like, so he was into it. Like, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was into it. <laughs> but um, it, was, it was good, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm glad you saw you get to speak so, man. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. That's, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. I can still see your dad in his tracksuit, man. That's it's a little tracksuit. Track <laughs> Running oh. on the heath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's lovely, man. Um, there was one Lovely. last one. Let me check. Yeah, what was the last? Um, abroad or holiday or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a song about yeah being. This a- this is by Ishmael. This is a song uh, that r- reminds me of being abroad or on holiday. Um, um, it's it's by Ishmael Lowe, and it's called Tajibon. And I remember first hearing it in a Pedro Almodovar film, mm. and I f- can't remember which one it is now, but it's because mm. I studied Spanish at A level, and it was I remember hearing it then and just loving it. But mm. it sort of just represented that time of like leaving school and just going on to the next phase what you're going to do and sort of traveling around Europe and I remember spending a lot of time in the Basque country around when I was like 18 to 20 and this song sort of gave me that Spanishy vibe but he he's not the singer but the song's got a lovely accordion in it and it's got that it feels like it's telling a story and you're sort of moving with it slowly it's a really beautiful beautiful song um but yeah Ishmael Lowe yeah lovely lovely yeah oh nice man Strange little mix. I tried to feel a strange little mix. Yeah, that's like that a that tip, bro. That <laughs> that's good though. That's what's that's what's the whole idea is it to be as kind of diverse and yeah, yeah. mixed up as well. So we get different, yeah, just different flavors. Um, yeah, it's lovely. It's probably nice hearing about your mum and dad. Actually, I didn't like, yeah. no idea they had all that. Like, your mum was well into Elvis and stuff. That's, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. She loves yeah, Elvis in the movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, yeah. I should keep. I should, yeah, because. Ken, he's he's done this. He did this recording with you know Rob Brydon. Yeah, yeah. Because he they're both like uh, Elvis fanatics. Are they? And he's yeah he's done this like um, recording them two like talking about like obscure Elvis songs and then playing the songs. It's sick. And, oh wow! And then it didn't. He's a bit pissed because it never actually got put on. It was meant to be for like BBC Radio, and then it ended up Rob Brydon did a different thing on interviewing um, Elvis's daughter Priscilla. Yeah. 
and this kind of never happened basically but he's got like the recording of it so i'll, try, I'll get, get a get oh wow that'd be yeah yeah, yeah that'd be amazing you enjoy that it's, it's yeah it's lovely that's mad i didn't know that he's obsessed with it. he's a pro yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he goes deep on our ears he goes thank you for listening to mixtape assembly to see the full track list check out other episodes and subscribe to the podcast go to mixtapeassembly.com 